Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, yesterday we talked about uh, clothing going to waste. Uh, today we're going to talk about food going to waste. I mean, it, it is good in a way that we are in an age of abundance. Uh, and we're certainly uh, a lot more efficient when it comes to food production. So as the Earth's population grows, I, I think, you know, as opposed to, say, 40 or 50 years ago, there, there are less in the way of concerns about whether we're able to feed uh, the population. But I think there is a legitimate concern about the amount of food we're producing and how much of it is going to waste and how much of the food that's ending up in landfills is food that otherwise could have ended up on someone's table in somebody's stomach. And even though we are in an age of abundance, we are producing a lot of food, we do still have, when it comes to, to even Canada, rich country like Canada, Canada challenges when it comes to uh, addressing food insecurity for a certain segment of the population. And it is still an issue. So if we've got food that's going to waste and we have people who maybe don't have enough food or have trouble putting food on the table, why aren't we able to, to match all of that together? What's the reason why more than half of the food produced in Canada is lost or wasted? That's the conclusion of a new study released today. A lot of that food is usable food that could otherwise have been consumed by somebody. There's a pretty big price tag that goes along with it. So there are social concerns, economic concerns, environmental concerns with all of this. Joining us to talk about the scope of the problem... And what's causing the problem, pleased to welcome to the program the lead author of this new study. Uh, Dr. Martin Gooch is Chief Executive Officer of Value Chain Management International. Dr. Gooch, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, Rob. Well, how do you go about measuring how much food waste there is in Canada, first of all? So we started out with finding out what, um, what, what statistics say about the amount of food going into the food system, so commodities produced from terrestrial, so farmers, and from marine, so both wild capture and aquaculture in terms of seafood and freshwater fish. Uh, Then we surveyed industry, extensive survey with industry along the chain and got primary data. First time time in the world it's been done. Uh, Primary data from businesses along the chain, from farmers, processors, manufacturers, retailers, uh, hotels, restaurants, etc., distributors, and then that enabled us to uh, est- to measure or estimate using the loss factors we've got from that primary research, where was loss a- along the way. So it's a roll throughput yield and loss estimates, and that's how we came to our findings. So it's pretty comprehensive research, and it's a pretty staggering number. So uh, almost 60%, in fact, goes to waste. And that's a value of some, well, almost $50 billion. Is that right? 
AATNAT values a portion just to the avoidable waste. So there's two wow. two primary types of waste that we measured. One is one is all waste, and then we we looked at within that what is avoidable waste. And I must say that I should say that while avoidable waste is the easiest to address, if you address avoidable waste, you also address some of the unavoidable waste. Well, and, and people might think that that's that's a subjective way of looking at it. How do you quantify what's what's avoidable? So what's avoidable will be something like um, a, a, an apple that is that is bruised during transportation between the shipper or the packer and the retail. Um, it was bruised due to bad handling or it could have been another type of fruit that's, that's damaged due to you know, incorrect temperature. Um, that gets to the retail store. A customer won't buy it. That's completely avoidable, um, that, type of, that type of loss. What's interesting as well is, is you know, that, that in the past, it, it seems as though we've been pointing a finger at consumers, that consumers have been the ones uh, responsible for most food waste. But, but this gives us a different kind of perspective on the problem, uh, that maybe it's not consumers who are the biggest part of the problem. No, consumers are part of the problem, as you said. They're not the problem. So what is the problem? It's lack of coordination, lack of, lack of collaboration along the chain. Adversarial relationships leading to a lack of uh, sharing of information, incorrect forecasts, the fact there's a, a lack of accountability for someone, for, for a business, um, whoever it is, to make accurate forecasts, have active, uh, uh, accurate replenishment um, practices. It's no one person's fault. It's the way the food industry is currently designed that's the key fault well and i guess in a way i mean it's not it's not strictly speaking designed right i mean it's obviously been an evolution a confluence of various factors that, that have led us to this point uh what would a a more well-designed system look like in your view uh, well, starting off with an attitude of we have to act more responsibly. So starting off and acting off, we're starting off with an attitude of a scale of opportunities, and then it's uh, collaboration. So greater sharing of information, um, addressing the distrust and the adversity that exists in the general grocery industry, and starting point like starting measuring, starting measuring and valuing where loss and waste occurs. What to you is the most compelling reason for wanting to address this? I mean, is it the fact that, that there are people going hungry and we're wasting so much food? Is it the economics of it? Is, the, is it the environmental impact of all of this? What is it to you? It, to me, it's all of those. It's, it's, we to me, we cannot have a clear conscience knowing the amount of food that goes to waste. While in Canada, there's 4 million people that are food insecure. And at the same time, we have, we, we, our planet only has so, many, so much finite resources. And so here we are talking about how we're going to feed 9 billion people. Well, food actually, food, shortage of food isn't the issue. The issue is getting the food that's currently produced to the people that need it. So where do we even begin then in, in tackling a problem? I mean, that, that can often be so daunting when, when you present information to people that says this problem is massive. People almost feel overwhelmed and don't even know where to start. Yes. Yeah. So what have we done? We have a roadmap, a roadmap for change that has three uh, timelines for what can be implemented when, uh, set out by industry, industry organisations and government to enable the creation of an enabling environment. 
Um, the starting point is imp implementing measurement systems, so implementing systems that actually measure and value losses and waste. Address the key things we identified in the key challenges, such as the date code system. Date code is not a consumer issue, it's an industry issue. So it's starting one step at a time. Yeah, the, the date code issue is interesting. I mean, it's it's part of the problem, but it's an interesting part of the problem because I, I think a lot of consumers get confused by these dates. And, and there probably is uh, a lot of food that, that unnecessarily gets thrown out because of that confusion. Is that is that fair to say? Yes, it is. It's a lot of confusion. There's no uh, legislated basis for establishing food dates, before dates. Um, so essentially, it's a free-for-all. And uh, there are some businesses that purposely use, purposely apply conservative best before dates in an effort to get people to buy more. So when it comes to food that gets thrown out, not necessarily by consumers who have purchased it and, and have it in their homes, but uh, food that's getting thrown out by producers or retailers, why is more of that not being diverted to, to charities, to, to homeless shelters or to food banks, charities like that? Uh, some of it is corporate policy about how you manage um, food getting, getting close to or at its best before date. Um, some of it is that perception of donating food is so much more, so much harder and more uh, costly than you know managing food, such as throwing it you know to the landfill. Um, some of it's just simply lack of coordination. Um, there's a number of reasons, and, and actually also in some supplier agreements, some um, supplier agreements actually have written into them that that any food that is not sold cannot be donated. When it comes to the environmental impact, I, I think you're looking at it from both the production side, also the waste side, um, you know, the, the environmental impact of producing all of this food and then when it gets thrown out. A number of cities are moving towards an organic waste system, trying to divert a lot of this food waste uh, into composting. I mean, it's kind of a Band-Aid solution, but is that helping to mitigate the environmental impact? It does. It does. To, it does to a great. You can get less less uh, environmental emissions from composting uh, than you do from going to landfill. Uh, but of course, the, the ultimate is prevent it from occurring in, in the first place. And excess food that does exist, because you're always going to get some excess food, is rescue and redistribute it. Well, it's an important uh, new study, as mentioned. The research is posted online at vcm-international.com, the website for Value Chain Management International. Uh, Martin Gooch, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Pleasure talking to you. All right, likewise, there you go. That's uh, Dr. Martin Gooch, who's uh, done a lot of research on the question of food waste, lead author of this new study. Uh, he's CEO at uh, VCM International, Value Chain Management International. Uh, so trying to put a dollar figure on this uh, Detroit to understand what's causing this problem in the first place. 403-974-8255. There's a, a lot of components to all of this. But I think most people would agree that, you know, the idea of good food going to waste, that doesn't seem right. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.